Hello everyone and thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films, whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener. Like I say, each week, every episode, it means the world. Thank you so much for clicking, for spinning, for sharing, whatever it is, it really is appreciated. Right off the bat, All of Us Strangers is simply excellent. There was a lot of buzz circling the film, even as far as potentially saying that it could be nominated at this year's Oscars list, but again, that's a different story altogether. But seeing as the film and the brilliant Andrew Scott weren't given the nod at this year's Oscars, I will do my darn best to praise what is easily going to be up there as one of the best films of the year. And it's only January. It certainly deserves all the accolades and praise that it is receiving and one that has awards written all over it. Directed by Andrew Hay and adapted from the novel titled Strangers by Taichi Yamada, the film triumphs with its themes of identity, true love, loneliness, grief, family, but manages to do so in a very original way by blending all of this within a ghost story too. It is executed to perfection. Director Hay really, really letting the actors have their moment, whilst also allowing the audiences to take it in and consume on so many different levels. It left me feeling hopeful, but hard heartbroken as the film came to its close and it is a very moving story that is encapsulated so well by that performance from Andrew Scott whom I already had a lot of positive words to say about the actor but on the back of this film those positive words are greater and that is what we're going to be talking about and going over on this episode of Joe Blogs About Films which of course is available on Apple, Spotify and Google Podcasts as to rss.com. If you jump onto the socials as well search Joe Blogs About Films into Facebook and Instagram. Give us a like and a follow on there that would be absolutely wonderful if you could too hit the notification button wherever it is that you're streaming this podcast episode from that would be ace and finally while you're at it leave us a review. Five stars, whatever stars, hit the star icon on Spotify, leave us a quick review that would be really really appreciated a screenwriter drawn back to his childhood home enters into a relationship with a mysterious neighbor as he then discovers his parents appear to be living just as they were on the day they died 30 years before the word powerful gets thrown around when describing actors performances a lot i mean i'm i'm guilty of doing this but probably it is a lot more than maybe it should be in some cases but andrew scott's performance was exactly that you feel the weight that he's carrying with him, that loss and isolation leading him to then be so closed off. You know, his character Adam, he's unsure or maybe sceptical about letting anyone in, especially when it comes to the power of love because the hurt can be too much to bear, be that family or a personal relationship. I think in terms of personal performances, like one where you emote and feel like you really fully understand and connect with the character you're not going to get better than this. I was saying over the weekend that this is the film to top and beat, really, in respect of an amazing personal performance. That, too, will be down to the film's impeccable script as well as the execution of putting that script to screen because everyone, not just the performers, excel here. Scott plays Adam, as I've just mentioned, a writer that's penning about his life and upbringing in his lonely flat, only to be transported back in time to see and talk with his deceased parents. There's that sense running through that we never really do get or have enough time with the people that we love, and we can try and maintain and have as much of a relationship that we can to create memories. However, for Scott's Adam, he only had up until like the age of 12 with his parents, and so he's had to create his own path and own destiny in most cases, alone. 
one thing that I've always loved about Andrew Scott in particular is his facial features and expressions. Even if he's not making them big or grand in gesture, once the camera just settles on his face, you can't look away. There's a lot of moments in this film where no one is speaking and we are tranced in this longing stare between he and whoever he's in the room with. It's like you can see the pain in his eyes, which at times they're tearing up and you're suddenly thrown into so many different emotions, especially ones where he's with his parents, played again brilliantly by Claire Foy and Jamie Bell. Adam was a boy when they were taken from him, and so he's almost had to make up these real-life and personal situations or conversations in his head. The film and story did a tremendous job with making these feel natural and so real. Adam discussing his sexuality and how how times have changed since the 80s, you know, since his parents were alive. That was that was such a strong moment as it signified again that bond between he and his mother. Same applied again with his father. It was it was constantly as if Adam was able to look through the looking glass and see what shaped and made his parents as to why they acted or dealt with things in certain ways in his upbringing. They love their son and always want the best for him, but with any upbringing and family dynamics, mistakes are made that mould and shape the relationship between them. It's just really heartbreaking for Adam that he never got to explore this further with them, again, stressing that weight of grief and identity of his character. I've spoken about like the theme of loss and how we don't ever really get to spend enough time with our loved ones, but that is really, really vocal throughout as we see memories unfold from Adam's childhood that are designed to hit the nostalgia button for you and the audience and remembering things like you know your Christmases with the family or how the decor was in previous houses or homes of loved ones that are no longer with us you know but that too as well of the conversations that you had or didn't have and I cannot stress just how good both Claire Foy and Jamie Bell were in these moments. Within a lot of these scenes, as well as the ones between Scott and Paul Meskel's Harry, more on them soon don't worry, there is very limited use if any use, in fact, of the film's score. This was a masterclass move in my eyes. Yes, the score is excellent, granted, but what makes it excellent is that it is used in the right moments. When characters were talking, there'd be no score and just natural sounds, but once the talking stopped and we would have a moment to breathe, the score would just fade in and then back out again, almost like they were taking in turns with one another, and it worked and aided the film to such, such great effect. Now, I haven't seen an awful lot of things that have starred Paul Meskel, but I've, of course, heard non-stop praise for the actor as well as hearing just how good the show Normal People was. Even, you know, he went on to win a BAFTA for his role in that. So I understand that, yes, he's an up-and-coming actor and a star in the making and his future is very bright. But after seeing him in this film, in, in All of Us Strangers, he's exceptional. Like, the guy is an exceptional talent. Mescal plays Harry, who, like Scott's Adam, he too is lonely in this block of flats that they reside in. However, the two of them connect on so many different levels and especially in Adam's case, make them realise just who they are. It's not often that you see some really poignant and honest performances from the leads where neither really is carrying the other. They just paired up so well. They are a pair that works so well and they create such a magical chemistry together. It was such a, a really, really captivating watch on that front. I thought both of them really, really excelled in every scene. Well, every scene, the actors in this film excelled, but seeing these two together was a real, real joy. But overall, All of Us as Strangers exceeded and surpassed all my expectations going in. I didn't really know an awful lot of the film's premise and for once was pretty much like 90% blind going into this film, making this such an emotional journey when viewing. Performances were stellar and as I stated and I will reiterate again, it's going to be hard for any film to top this one in terms 
terms of narrative, themes, and the personal and true performances from the film's leads. So for that, the film is a very strong 9 out of 10. It could be even, I could even lean to 9.5, even a 10. So, so good. We'll stick with the 9 for now. I'm sure after rewatches, it will certainly go up again. But I would love to know what you guys think of the film if you've caught it. Do you think it should be nominated for an Oscar? Because I personally do think it should have been in that mix. But still, there's hopefully more chance of it to be recognised and, and awarded with something because it's such a remarkable piece of work. But as I say, let me know your thoughts, get in touch on the socials, that'd be great. Hit the notification button, all that jazz, leave a review on Spotify, Apple, wherever. That would be very much appreciated. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Until the next episode, take care. <laughs>